much afraid that he'll have to suffer, the boy told the alchemist one night as they looked up at the moonless sky. Tell your heart that the fear of suffering is worse than the suffering itself, and that no heart has ever suffered when it goes in search of its dreams, because every second of the search is a second's encounter with God and with eternity. Every second of the search is an encounter with God, the boy told his heart. When I have been truly searching for my treasure, every day has been luminous, because I've known that every hour was a part of the dream that I would find it. When I have been truly searching for my treasure, I've discovered things along the way that I never would have seen had I not had the courage to try things that seemed impossible for a shepherd to achieve. So his heart was quiet for an entire afternoon. That night, the boy slept deeply, and when he awoke, his heart began to tell him things that came from the soul of the world. It said that all people who are happy have God within them, and that happiness could be found in a grain of sand from the desert, as the alchemist had said, because a grain of sand is a moment of creation, and the universe has taken millions of years to create it. Everyone on earth has a treasure that awaits him, his heart said. We people's hearts seldom say much about those treasures because people no longer want to go in search of them. We speak of them only to children. Later, we simply let life proceed in its own direction, towards its own fate. But unfortunately, very few follow the path laid out for them, the path to their personal pleasures and to happiness. Most people see the world as a threatening place, and because they do, the world turns out indeed to be a threatening place. So we, their hearts, speak more and more softly. We never stop speaking out, but we begin to hope that our words won't be heard. We don't want people to suffer because they don't follow their hearts. Why don't people's hearts tell them to continue to follow their dreams? Why ask the others? Because that's what makes a heart suffer most, and hearts don't like to suffer. Then on, the boy understood his heart. He asked it please never to stop speaking to him. He asked that when he wandered far from his dreams, his heart pressed him and sound the alarm. The boy swore that every time he heard the alarm, he would heed its message. That night, he told all of this to the alchemist. The alchemist understood that the boy's heart had returned to the soul of the world. So what should I do now? The boy asked. Continue in the direction of the pyramids, said the alchemist, and continue to pay heed to the omens. Your heart is still capable of showing you where the treasure is. Is that the one thing I still need you to know? No, the alchemist answered. What you still need to know is this. Before a dream is realized, the soul of the world tests everything that was learned along the way. It does this not because it is evil, but so that we can, in addition to realizing our dreams, master the lessons we've learned as we've moved toward that dream. That's the point at which most people give up. It's the point at which, as we say in the language of the desert, one dies of thirst just when the palm trees have appeared on the horizon. Every search begins with beginner's luck, and every search ends with the victors being severely tested.
Yeah, 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 yeah.
Why do we have to listen to our hearts? The boy asked when they had made camp that day. Because wherever your heart is, that is where you'll find your treasure. But my heart is agitated, the boy said. It has its dreams, it gets emotional, and it's become passionate over a woman of the desert. It asks things of me, and it keeps me from sleeping many nights when I'm thinking about her. Well, that's good. Your heart is alive. Keep listening to what it has to say. Thank you.